traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding the finances, set up the staffing, our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development, the founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz and Brett Approved, and CEO at Outlines Venture Group. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. She's also the okay, co-founder of the world's largest consortium of digital marketing companies. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hello, Ann. What's on your mind today? Well, it's not so much what as who, uh, Jillian. We have a fascinating guest today, speechwriter Elaine Bennett. She's a writer and joins us today to talk about many things, but most importantly, how to communicate your early stage idea effectively. Uh, but first, I know you want to remind our listeners about our One Seat Challenge. I certainly do. So, folks, listen up. The One Seat Challenge, we're taking it this year in 2017, and we're asking you to spread the word as well. We're asking that anyone and everyone who speaks publicly, whether you're giving a speech at a conference, a meetup, a group mentoring inside the office, or anywhere else around the world, take the One Seat Challenge. This is how it works. There's a constant lament from companies that consistently have poor showings in diversity in their workforce, and it goes something like this. It's a pipeline problem. We can't find people of diverse backgrounds, ages, genders, and fill in the blank, right, to fill those jobs. Well, let's help those companies and the people seeking those jobs and promotions to find each other and to interact in places that matter. Here's how uh, the one seat challenge is that you take uh, very few public speakers are paid to speak. And yet, by sharing their considerable knowledge in a public forum, they provide substantial value to the event organizer. So starting now, we're asking that you require a payment in kind for your speeches. Every time you speak, ask that one seat be set aside free of charge and filled with a guest who would ordinarily not have access. So who? Look for striving young people from tough neighborhoods. They don't get to attend conferences as part of their high school or community college curriculum. Look for struggling entrepreneurs of all backgrounds. Seek diversity. Look for people who are deserving it with age, race, creed, national origin, or even location that doesn't seem to fit the mold. And yes, it includes the cost of the lunch ticket if that's part of the event. So, one seat challenge, take it and spread it around. Thanks, Jillian. Um, and I would like to add, we sure hope our listeners will let us know when they take the One Seat Challenge and tell us what happened. Now, let's welcome Elaine Bennett to CEO Coach. As I said before, Elaine is a speechwriter who has written for Warren Buffett and Governor Howard Dune. And well, after that, 
who else do we really need to cite to establish her, <laughs> her street cred? <laughs> Elaine, welcome to CEO Coach. Oh, thanks, Anna Jillian. I am so happy to be here, and I'm going to have my clients take the one-seat challenge, and I will as well when I speak. That's a marvelous thing to do. Thank you so much. The difficult part, by the way, is sourcing the person. It takes a little effort and more than just an invitation. Sometimes it takes, um, I don't know, transportation Mm -hmm. or even proper clothing. So make it happen, and good things do happen. We're getting good reports. All right. So why, you may be asking, do we want our listeners to hear a speechwriter? Well, in our experience, communication style and specifically presentation style is often a problem for startup CEOs. You know, they're usually engineer inventors and not at all accustomed to public speaking, much less getting their ideas across and even less pitching to investors. Absolutely true. Uh, but come on, Anne, you say you know what you're really thinking here, right? Most startup founders we meet uh, can't present their way out of a wet paper bag, uh, or at least not in the early stages when we meet them. And truly, you know, Anne, you and I have been talking about that, about the very process of uh, pitching and the presentation process of three minutes, four minutes, six minutes, whatever it is, and the entire process favoring someone who is good on the stage. Oh, yes. And so it's that has crossed my mind. So, Elaine, please tell us a little more about how you got to be a speechwriter and what you believe our startup CEOs need to learn to become more successful. Take it away. Wow. Um, You know, I want to talk about your startup CEOs before I talk about me. I heard a, uh, somebody speak recently, and they were worth a nonprofit, and they said, well, you know, but we can't afford uh, communications. We can't afford communications. And I wanted to say, aren't you communicating right now? Isn't everything you do communications? The person who answers the phone at your office is the first, you know, well, maybe people don't have people answering phones anymore, but everybody associated (laughs) with your organization communicates. So it serves you well to be able to present yourself in a way that's that's compelling to people, that people will want to listen to you, people will want to talk to you. It's so true, and you're really singing my song because that's something I've been talking about for years. You're quite right. Frequently, our startup CEOs are the ones answering the phones as Uh, well as filling the orders. So I can see the need for all kinds of communication training. But to begin with, how do you you start with them? Well, I think the most important thing is to understand – that you need to be telling a story. And, you know, not a story that you make up. It needs to be a true story about you and your passion for your business. And if you can convey your passion for your business, effectively you will make other people passionate about your business too. And that's that's what you want, right? So that's the goal, not That's the first goal. I mean, your end goal may be, I want, you know, an angel to invest in me or I want people to be my clients. But before you can get to that goal, you have to infect them with your passion. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Infect is a bad word to use with passion. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually, it's extraordinarily good. I think Malcolm Gladwell spoke about that, too. He talked about uh, things like the tipping point in terms of uh, viruses and so on. And it is quite viral. We talk about virality when we talk about things going, you know, viral on social media. And so I think you kind of have the right word there. And it's true. If you can't get that passion across first, then you haven't hooked somebody. It's like the title to an article. If it's interesting enough, they'll give you that next few seconds to listen to you. Um, Sometimes, Elaine, maybe you feel the same way about it. I always tell people, you must tell people what they want to hear first, and then you can tell them what they must hear. If you start with what they must hear, what you're sure that they must hear, then it's all internal jargon and they're not listening. Yes, absolutely. That's a really good point. Um, It's... Absolutely. That's a really good point. But it's more than just what they want to hear. It's find a way to tell them something in an unexpected way. So, for instance, I wrote a speech that won an award, actually, but um, it was a speech for a, a conference of women. It was about women's diversity, gender diversity in business. And I had my guy, he was the only man speaking at this conference, and I had him go out and, and tell, start with a case study. And so he talked about a, a young employee named Maria who was really excited about landing this job, but she then discovered it was a little stultifying. She had to be at the office exactly when she had to be at the office. She had to do things the same way day after day. Her supervisors were really strict about that, but she had a creative streak in her. She had a passion, and so every once in a while, she would slip out of the office and go exercise her passion, and what was her passion? Well, she ran up into the Alps and twirled her skirt and burst into song because Maria was the heroine of The Sound of Music. And you can look at The Sound of Music as a business case study of an employee who's, you know, a sort of millennial employee who doesn't fit into the the corporate structure. And some people would be tempted to look at her as a, a rebel or an outlier, but I see her as a leader because she can she can create that new that new culture that the business needs to thrive. So that can, you know, that's a great story for a larger company, but but for for your CEOs, what I wanted to what I wanted to get at them is is that's a great story for a larger a larger company, but for your smaller CEOs, I want them to understand that if you start if you seed an idea in an unexpected way, You grab your audience and then you have their attention and you can tell them what they need to know and what you want them to know and how you can help them any way you can because they are in the palm of your hand. That makes really good sense. Um, Elaine, how would you translate that maybe to startup pitching? You know, we have a standard set of slides we must give, and we're actually given that opportunity to share the passion first, right? We're asked to give a one-liner, right? That's a 
difficult thing to write, to boil down, you know, months of work and passion and this and that and the next thing and all the pivots you've made and then say, all right, I have to describe what I do in a single line. And I should think often what our um, CEOs don't get is that what they do for a living has nothing to do with the, um, I should say, or the purpose of what they do for the living really has nothing to do with what they do. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would give an example. We we use this a lot. Uh, when my first company, Moz, uh, was writing that one piece and so on, it had to do more with um, goals and mission and things like that rather than what we did for a living. Um, so while the company manufactures and sells as a subscription service uh, the esoteric B2B marketing software for people who do SEO, yeah. what they do for a living is to democratize the spread of ideas on the planet and that tells you what the problem is and what the solution is right yeah. so how do you do that with your ceos who are just getting out there and learning well, to pitch because truly the ceo uh, who is learning to pitch i mean that's their big pain point right yeah, they should be paying yeah. you a fortune yeah. to get them the fortune of funding right yeah. the, the line is very direct either we get good at this or we don't get funded Jillian, let's uh, let Elaine have a few minutes to ponder that question while we go to break and get a, uh, messages pitched by our sponsors. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to Rockstar level. Only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back today uh, at CEO Coach. We're talking to Elaine Bennett. Welcome, Elaine. Thank you. Great. Hey, Elaine, before the break, we were talking about uh, we're really just beginning to drill down into the nitty gritty of uh, uh, what the CEOs need to know about storytelling and how to combine that into their different um, all the different kind of pitches they need to make to different audiences. Uh, but before we do, I want to give you a chance to talk about your courses and the things that you have to offer uh, startup CEOs. 
Well, actually, thank you. I was I was gonna gonna mention that uh, one of the things that I work with my my writing students on. Uh, let me let me back up. Thank you. One of the things that I work with my people on, and my people are 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 up and coming executives, you know, people who want to move up the promotion ladder at big companies. They're startup CEOs who don't have the money to hire a speechwriter, don't have the institutional support to hire somebody like me to do it for you. And so I teach them how to do it themselves. And one of the things, my the the core. The base of my curriculum is is a, a revisiting the fundamentals course that I call Writing Unbound, and one of the things we do in Writing Unbound is we we look at what makes a message sticky. So we we use that great book, uh, how to what is it called? The Heath Brothers book. Shoot. Uh, let me just look it up and start that over again. I'm sorry. No oh, problem. Oh, I turned. Oh, made to stick. Okay. Do I have to start all the way back from the beginning? No. Can, okay. No, where no, should no, I pick just, it up from? You start. The great with, book. So we right. We use this great book. Okay. Okay. And so one of the things we look at is a really great book by by Chip and Dan Heath. It's called Made to Stick, and they talk about. Uh, marketing mostly, but but how to get an idea sticky. And although their focus is marketing, quite a lot of it is applicable to any message that you want to convey, whether it's you know speaking to your to your investors or trying to trying to get clients. And so, so one of the things we look at in writing Unbound is a book called Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath. Now they're marketing experts and this book is mostly about how to craft a marketing message that people will remember but you want people to remember anything you have to say whether it's you know a letter to your shareholders or a pitch to your potential investors so stickiness is a, a really good principle and and among the things that makes a message sticky are emotion uh, succinctness credibility so those are the things I'd start with when I'm when I'm talking to investors or when I'm putting together a slide for investors and it's not it's not what this money will do for me or what this investment will do for my company it's what my company will do for the world or for our target market once we get this money so an interesting exercise I gave my writers recently is to and this this might help you when you're you know because I know it's so hard to write about yourself that's one of the hardest things to do so I told my people to take your about me language whether it's from your website or your elevator pitch or whatever and rewrite it three ways rewrite it first like you're talking to a four-year-old and you really want this four-year-old to understand what you do and why it's so wonderful. And then rewrite it as if you're talking to the stuffiest academic you can ever imagine, the smartest person in your industry. And then rewrite it a third time as if you were going to submit it to your college alumni magazine. And 
somewhere along the way, you're going to find language that you want to carry with you. That the the conversation with a four-year-old might really shake loose some language about why you're so passionate about what your company does. And then you can slap that on your slide, obviously not in four-year-old language, but it'll it'll help you. That is brilliant. And I got to tell you, I'm going straight to our About Us section and, and, and doing it just that way on our website. I've, that's never occurred to me, but absolutely. Um, that's such great advice to Thank get, you. get uh, people to communicate. So when you're talking about um, investors and investing, uh, I think it's probably worth mentioning that you do have a background in that world. So you, you understand these people and how they talk. And I understand you even understand derivatives, which I don't understand. So. <laughs> that would take another podcast or three to explain. But um, I, I, I vote for three. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, uh, so, the, uh, so that uh, uh, I just want to express to our listeners that when Elaine talks about how to reach out to investors and how to uh, speak with them and how to impress them, she really knows what she's talking about. So um, so what are your courses that are coming up um, that you have? Well, I've got a 90-day, so I, ha- I start people out with a five-day writing challenge, and the challenge is to write for five days in a row for a minimum of 15 minutes every day. And you can write about anything you want. I do send out a prompt every day in case you want to shake something out, or you can work on your About Me copy or whatever else you need to write. And then we move into a 90-day writing challenge. So the next one, that those start on the first day of every quarter. So the next one starts on July 1st, and you can either write for 90 days in a row, or you can choose to write just on the weekends. Uh, sorry, the weekdays, Monday through Friday. And then um, my, my core curriculum starts in the fall, in October, with my 12-week Writing Unbound course, where we give you the confidence you need to use your voice and the skills you need to do it well. And take, I take people from, I'd really like to write, I think I need to write, I don't think I know how to write, to a point where they're publishing pieces on Medium now. So that's the Writing Unbound course. And then um, my Writing Unbound people, this this past year was the first year I offered this course, and they insisted that I create a follow-on course for them. So I created a, another 12-week course called Writing Beyond, which is more of a graduate seminar where we take we take the material that we worked on in, in Writing Unbound and, and synthesize it and, and, so, and use it and do a lot more writing. Okay, um, Elaine. Uh, the a couple of things struck me. You have a number of courses. Uh, the five day writing challenge makes all kinds of sense to me to business writers, uh, CEOs, and so on and so forth. A ninety day writing challenge, however, that's significant. That would be perhaps for someone who has another, I don't know, business. Uh, who do you target for this? Who takes the course? What are their roles? Um, well, I've had people who are uh, writing blogs and mm-hmm. and want to have some content creation more on a regular basis. Uh, yeah. I've had people writing uh, nonfiction books. I've got somebody writing a fiction book. 
Uh, I, I at first thought that I would be just working with business people, but it turns out that uh, my process works with anybody, no matter what you're writing. So that's a that's mm-hmm. a wonderful. A wonderful that makes thing. sense. So yeah. by the time you get to the ninety days writing uh, challenge, it's uh, folks who are bloggers and fiction and nonfiction authors, uh, and so on. That makes more sense. Um, but I would think almost everybody needs this five day writing challenge that's coming up now. Uh, this idea that you could write for fifteen minutes a day and get your uh, ideas across would be wonderful for early stage entrepreneurs who don't have other authors to do this for them and really have to get the word out on a regular basis. They are yes. so challenged to get blogs out in a timely manner and to organize their thoughts well. Right. And it's just 15 minutes a day, even for the 90 days. Set a timer and stop when, you're, when, when it dings. There you uh, go. <laughs> everybody can find 15 minutes. That's right. That's right. Indeed. And now we have to find a couple of minutes, unfortunately, or fortunately, as the case is, for our sponsors. So this is CEO Coach, and we'll be right back with Elaine Bennett. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Check out some new favorite podcasts now at cranberry.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music with my partner, Ann Kennedy, and today we're talking with Elaine Bennett, who is helping people to write well, to organize their thoughts, and then to speak well, which is really very valuable. In uh, the second half of our podcast here, I thought you know we'd do a little bit of a wrap-up here of what happened in that second half. You were talking about rewriting, Elaine, and I thought that was quite brilliant uh, to put down some thoughts or perhaps an initial pitch lick. And then the question is, how do I edit this? And what you said was really quite brilliant. You said, rewrite your copy as if you were speaking to a four-year-old. It elucidates your passion. And rewrite as if you were speaking to the stuffiest academic in your industry that elucidates your knowledge and the depth of process. And then rewrite as if you were submitting this to your college alumni magazine, and that elucidates your qualifications to get to the finish line. So passion, 
knowledge and process, and then getting to the finish line. I thought that was quite brilliant. So I was hoping that as we wrap up here, maybe you have some really good tips as well for these CEOs who are just learning to get on the stage because speaking is quite different than the written word. Yes, I do. Thank you. And I want to want to add one. That's a wonderful summary of my of my little exercise. I hadn't thought of it quite that formally. I want to say also personality. What I was getting at with the alumni thing was 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 to get to who you really are. You, your authentic voice, saying these things, because you might want to be in a presentation, maybe a little more formal than you are, just having a conversation with someone, but. You really want to get the sense of conversation. You want to get the sense of authenticity into what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, some I have three tips for you when you're speaking, and and I think they 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 go for pretty much anybody, whoever you are, whatever group you're speaking to. The first one is no, thank you. Hmm. Um. I was waiting for that noise. All right, I'm going to go back on mute because evidently the noise canceling is not working here. All right, hold on one second. Go for the uh, starting at the numbers of the, um, you know, of the top yeah. tips. Here we yeah. go. So I have three main tips for you if you're going to speak, and and this will serve you well no matter who you're speaking to. The first one is no thank yous. Have you ever been in an audience when the speaker starts out by thanking a whole laundry list of people? Oh, and my God. Boring. Yeah, boring. boring. You don't listen, right? That's that's your permission to not listen. And I, you never, ever, ever want to give the audience permission not to listen to you. So do not start out with thank yous. If you must thank people, work, the, work it into the body of your speech in a way that will add value. Like, I really want to thank Anne and Jillian because their communications expertise has brought this podcast to the world, to all of you, and I really appreciate you having me on the podcast. If I had said that at the very beginning, people would have clicked off. Um, okay, the second the second tip is, is so you want to be authentic. I think I've said that word a couple of times now. But that does not mean you just get on stage and say whatever comes to your mind. You want to prepare. You not you need to respect the audience enough to have something coherent to say, something that will add value for them. So think about the audience and how they will receive what you say and Every word you say needs to add value to the audience. So that means thinking through your remarks, either by yourself or with a speechwriter or with you know somebody else at your company that you respect. Think, but think through your remarks first, and it also means rehearsing. Now, I know rehearsing makes the hackles stand up for some people, but but I got to tell you, the best speakers do it. The all of the best speaker I ever wrote for, he wanted his speeches delivered two weeks in advance so that he could take the time to, to assimilate the material. Now, he was a CEO of a big company. He didn't have, you know, acres of time just sitting around waiting for him to do something, but he made the time to rehearse his speeches. So, so rehearse your speech. And the third thing is, I hate slides. I hate... I hate slides. I hate PowerPoint. Everybody hates PowerPoint. 
if you have to use slides, don't make them eye tests. Oh, yes. And and don't make them just, you know, pretty pictures of landscapes or whatever. People know what, if you're talking about a rocket ship, people know what a rocket ship looks like. They don't need a slide. But but you want you want to use slides to add value to your to your speech. So one way that I will do it, I don't use slides when I speak, but I do use them in my webinars because who wants to look at me for 30 minutes? Um, and so in many slides, I'll just put one word and then I'll build on that word, hopefully in a humorous way. So, for instance, when I talk about writer's block, I say, I have a technical term for writer's blocks. You might want to grab a pen and and write this down. Instead of writer's block, I call it, and then the next slide just has one word on it, working. (laughs) As a lifelong writer, I get it. Those are great tips, Elaine, and I am just devastated to have to say that we are out of time. Before we go, you mentioned an ebook yes, uh, that I, our listeners might like. I have an ebook for your listeners. It's called uh, Just Do It. It's about courageous writing. Uh, no, it's called Do It Anyway. Okay. Take it back yeah. to I have an ebook. Yeah. Yes, I have an ebook for your listeners. It's called Do It Anyway. It's tips for courageous speaking. And I'm putting it up on my website at Bennett Inc. B-E-N-N-E-T-T-I-N-K, like ink from a pen, dot com slash CEO coach. So your listeners should be able to remember that since it's the wonderful podcast that they listen to. And we will definitely put that link and other links to your site and your work and your courses on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash CEO coach podcast. Um, that's it for this Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at Cranberry Radio for their support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach and also at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. As I said, you'll find links and more on facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Do stop by and hit the like button so we know you were there and tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us, Elaine. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music and Elaine Bennett, and you can find out more about how Jillian and I help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. 
Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.